Hello and welcome to the Get Out of Gaming Plus holiday episode. Uh, this one's going to be pre-recorded. Happy holidays. Uh, I- I'm Ben. I'm Alex. And this is one of our episodes during the holiday, so Alex and I can take a break. Uh, we come at you every single week with awesome nerdness. In in so these this time of year we decided to take a break. Uh, we did it last year, and uh, that way you guys still have something to listen to, and uh, we get some much needed break time. We love doing the podcast, but doing a podcast every single week for an entire year without missing, it's good to take a couple weeks off. So, yeah, like it's it's really shocking. Like, uh, hopefully by the time this happens, we still haven't missed a week. Fingers crossed. But I know. Like, at the time of recording, we haven't missed over a year so far. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, it, it is. We love doing the podcast, but we also love the holidays to not record. But things still come out. You know, and we're going to still stay active on Facebook and Twitter uh, with there. So if you have anything that you guys want to talk about or comment, we're definitely going to be there. But today's episode is super special to me. Um, Alex and I found common ground with these movies. Uh, we're going to be talking about Rush Hour 1 and Rush Hour 2. And a little back history on me. When I was 17, I started collecting Jackie Chan movies. Um, at one point, I had so many of them. Everything from um, <clears throat> Fearless Hyena 1 and 2 or The Man with Cracked Fingers to uh, Wheels on Meals and Dragons Forever. So when these movies came to mainstream, it was like, oh my God, it's Jackie Chan. We've got Jackie Chan in the United States. So yeah, we're just going to kind of talk about the films, talk about plots. You know, these both these films are Alex and I and some of our favorite films. So yes. let's just jump into it. Let's talk about Rush Hour 1. Um yeah, well, actually, I oh. do want to say something really quick. Um, we're not talking about Rush Hour 3 because it's not a good film. No, we're not going to talk about it. It was really not good. Yeah, it, it's it's pretty bad. It has a couple good jokes here or there, um, but we thought that we would talk about Rush Hour 1 and 2 because Rush Hour 2 is my favorite film ever. Like, if you ask me, like, what my favorite films are, um, if it's an anime, I say Castle Cagliostro, the loop on the third movie. Um, everything like, but if it's like a movie, um, American movie, I always say rush hour too. So, yeah. And it was, <clears throat> to be honest, I think in his, a lot of his American films, that was one of the better ones. Um, yeah. n- not saying that, sh- you know, his cowboy movies were not bad, you know, they weren't as Shanghai good. noon, Shanghai nights. Yeah. I only like Shanghai nights cause Donnie Yen was in it and it was mm-hmm. such a small role. Um, but uh, the other thing we're not going to really address, yes, these movies were directed by, by Brett Ratner. Um, we're not going to talk much about him. He did some pretty awful things, and uh, we're not going to focus on him. We're going to focus on the movies, the characters <clears throat> in general. Um, yep. Yes, he did these films. These are great films, but he's kind of an asshole. So we're going to – we just want to bring that kind of up and mm-hmm. just kind of you know, talk about it for a second, but – that is it. But now we can get into the greatness, which is Rush Hour. Um, little back history. It came out in 1998. Holy crap. Um, 
you know, I had I had known who Chris Tucker was from Friday and a couple of films, and obviously I knew who Jackie Chan was. Um, you know, he was. Did Fifth Element come out yet? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it did. Yeah, because he was in that uh, Chris Tucker, right? Yeah, but I, he wasn't to me in Fifth Element. It wasn't like like going back and seeing him. Like, oh my god, that's Chris Tucker, right? Yeah, he's not as a big role in those films as no that, but. I felt this was a good chance for him to come out and be like a good supporting character. Yeah. Uh, Friday was great. You know, you know, I don't think I've actually seen Friday. What? Uh, yeah. It's supposed to be a comedy, but it mm-hmm. really kind of isn't a comedy. Um, you know, it deals with like, you know, being in LA gangs, you know, drug dealing and stuff like that. And it doesn't have, like there's some like very serious elements. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second and the third one are totally comedies. Okay. But uh, this one was, but that's who I knew him from. <clears throat> so, so I mean, it's like Rush Hour. Like I mean, honestly, Rush Hour. Th- the way that people describe the Rush Hour trilogy, um, this is probably the only time I'm really gonna. <clears throat> we're never gonna uh, like explicitly like talk about Rush Hour three, but I might reference it when it comes to the other films. Um. Like, Rush Hour 1 is very, like, serious with a little comedy. Rush Hour 2 is a good mix of both comedy and seriousness. <clears throat> and then Rush Hour 3 is just throws out all the seriousness, and it's, like, trying to focus too hard on comedy, and that's where it fails. Right. It was just, it was, like, an overkill, and there was, my also thought there was just way too much time between 2 and 3, you know? And I think that was the biggest problem, and they yeah, did was- try to be overly funny. Like, Three came out in like two thousand eight. I'll check, but I'm checking right now. Two thousand seven. Yeah, yeah. So there's like six years there in between those two films. So yeah, but yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and I felt like it just didn't it didn't get like what Rush Hour One is. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> you know, it's so funny. I'm reading like what what imdb has as the plot uh it says a loyal and dedicated hong kong inspector teams up with a reckless loudmouth lapd detective to rescue a chinese consulate's kidnapped daughter while trying to arrest a dangerous crime lord along the way um yeah i think that definitely sums it up what like what the film was um i think the best part was was um you know out of all the things that have been going on you know with different actors and who they could have got um mm-hmm. the fact that they got jackie they was it was jackie chan with chris tucker made these films you know jackie chan uh known for doing his own stunts and uh, it really does show in a lot of these things yes i will tell you the fight scenes you can tell they're jackie mm-hmm. all the way and we'll get into specific scenes later uh, in the film, but, um, yeah. So Alex, what, yeah, I know I kind of read that, but you know, you want to deep a little bit deeper into the, like the plot and like the story and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, basically, um, what happens in layman terms, like what happens in the plot <clears throat> is that, uh, the Juntao are trying to steal uh, treasures and stuff, but then they also uh, capture 
uh, Jackie Chan, uh, <coughs> Chief Inspector Lee's um, friend, and he's an ambassador as well. They capture uh, the daughter. Um, and because of that, um, that's why Chief Inspector Lee tries to go to America and go help out with the case. Um, but the FBI like try to stop Lee from going at all because they're like, no, we have it under control. Um, and they basically go and talk to the LAPD and they're like, all right, who's, who uh, can you let go for basically babysitting? And uh, LAPD hates uh, uh, Chris Tucker, um, uh, Carter. Um, they, they hate him so much that they're just like, we got, we got a guy who can babysit. And so that's just, that's just what it is. It's just, uh, Carter thinks that he's hot shit and, um, he's like, oh yeah, I'm working with the FBI. And it turns out like once he, once he realizes like what it all is, he gets really mad about it. And, um, he actually tries to like start investigating and then eventually they all like go together and help out with the plot and stuff. But it's a very, it's a buddy cop film. Um, I know buddy cop films existed for a long time before this, but this oh, yeah. was really, these are really the first two movies that made me love, like fall in love with buddy cop films because they do it so perfectly. And, um, honestly, um, I did watch the reboot, uh, TV series. I didn't think it was bad. I really didn't think that TV series of rush hour was bad. Um, because I just like buddy cop film things. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's like seeing, um, just Chris Tucker with his, uh, uh, with his comedic timing and attitude um, with Jackie Chan being a fish out of water. Um, it's just a really fun time uh, just watching these two interact. Jackie not knowing what to do. Uh, Carter not understanding. Um, Jackie, uh, I keep sw- switching between Jackie and Lee. I'm like the bloopers. Um, isn't that right, Jackie? Jackie? Um, the bloopers are the best, by the way. The bloopers are the best part about these movies, honestly. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, like, uh, Lee, for the longest time, like, he pretends he doesn't speak English. And uh, just because he just wants to focus on doing what he wants to do, he breaks into uh, the house that's heavily guarded by the FBI, who's holding the ambassador there. Um, and uh, he finds out, like, what the issue is, and what actually happened and then that's when stuff kind of starts happening and when uh carter realizes that he is um he is babysitting and then he gets mad and then they both just kind of start investigating on their own but carter doesn't want to get in trouble so like he handcuffs uh lee to like the steering wheel and then lee gets the steering wheel off and is like walking around with it um yeah, there, there's just a lot of things in this film. There's a lot of, um, again, like fish out of water jokes. Right. Um, there's the famous, do you understand the words coming out of my mouth? I like love that kind of stuff. I love it when he's like, Jackie finally starts, or yeah, he starts speaking English, right? He's, yeah. You sp- you, he goes, why are you not telling me that? He goes, sometimes. You never asked. Or yeah. He goes, sometimes I like to let people talk. They like to talk a lot just so I can know how much full of shit they really are. And, yeah. <laughs> and it's just so funny. And, you know, I think there were a lot of, this is like the big upbringing of the, the buddy cop. Like I can tell you like a couple. So bad boys was one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the last Boy Scout was one with Bruce Willis and Matt, not Matt Damon, Damon Wayans. Mm -hmm. Um, Those were all rated R, you know, heavy on the violence and stuff. So this was something different where it was like the slapstick, funny stuff. (laughs) PG-13. That's my dog, by the way. Um, But I love I'm sorry. We <laughs> this is fun. No, no, we're keeping it in. It's still totally yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know what he saw, um, but uh, I love. I, I, you know, with these buddy cop films, I, I think the favorite scene is when they're in the car. It's it's Carter and Lee, and he's doing the whole head bobbing dancing in the car. Yeah, and, <laughs> and for a minute there, I'm just thinking. In real life, Jackie's probably like, "What the hell is going on right now?" Uh, <laughs> yeah, because like, because um, they're listening to music. Jackie changes it the Beach Boys, and then Chris changes. Uh, I keep switching the name. Yeah, Chris Tucker, Jackie, um, whatever. Uh, a, uh, Lee changes it to Beach Boys, and then Carter changes it back to whatever it was, and they're doing the butt Bob thing, right? And um, yeah, like it's when they start like actually starting to bond a little bit and uh care for each other just throughout this film like it's it's very it it takes a while but like that's where i like rush hour too a lot because like you you see um everything's already established so like you don't have to deal with this whole like do they hate each other do they not um well and i feel like for this film besides the the comedy and the action element that take place in the films um you know the 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 main bad guys are perfect and there is a yeah. twist i mean are we gonna say spoiler alert we should probably just say spoiler alert oh yeah spoiler for this whole thing because we're gonna talk about the, all the plot i mean if you haven't seen it by now then come on it's 1998 yeah um <clears throat> but saying who they think is june tao is a very good villain mm-hmm. um just like no heart just very heartless very much like a gangster which is hilarious because I've seen him in other the guy that actor that plays him, I've seen him in other films where he's a bad guy and he's just as awful. You know, you just mm-hmm. hate him. Um, <clears throat> but you know, the whole time that you know Lee and Carter are working together, they're not supposed to be working on the case at all. FBI is like, yeah. do not do this. We're going to handle it. But mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> Counselor Han has no faith in the FBI. Yeah. So you know they. So they start working together where Jackie is like, you know, the 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 fighter, he's quicker, uh, a better cop, and Carter's more of like, I'm gonna be able to talk our way out of the pro- what's going on here. That's what Yeah, I he's do. very street smart, and that's why he like goes and finds like um like his cousin and like <laughs> that's uh, the best part. That's the best scene. Oh like my gosh. um like it's it's a very fish out of water thing again, like where they go to a bar. And um, he's just like, uh, just let me do the talking or act like me or something. And uh, Chris Tucker says a word that we can't say on here. But he's like, what's up, my <laughs> um, word? And um, and the guy's like, oh, what's up? And then he leaves. And then Jackie's just like waiting there for a bit. And he goes up to the bartender and says the same thing. And he gets punched because he yeah. just doesn't know like culture or anything. And then you just see Jackie do all of his Jackie stunts. Yeah. And like it's fighting with pool cue and um, everything. And by the time uh, Carter comes right back out, like he's beating everyone up. My favorite scene there is the old man that's trying to smoke weed 
and they keep taking out of his, his hand. And on the way out, Jackie takes it and goes, this is bad for you. Why are you doing this? And the guy on his face is like, I don't, I, don't, I don't even know what's going on. Yeah, he doesn't even know he's there, yeah. honestly, the guy. You know, and that fight scene was really good because in, in previous movies that Jackie's done in, in the United States, they've not let him do his thing. Uh, he did a movie a long time ago called The Big Brawl. And there's, you know, like one of the scenes he uses in like, you know, when he's been in interviews is like, there's a scene where I came down the ladder, I kick a guy here and I jump off and kick another guy. So he goes to the director, he goes, okay, I want to just jump, not go down the ladder, straight down, backflip mm-hmm. off of this, kick this guy. And the guy's like, you know what? Let's just keep to the script. You know, so this was finally a time for Jackie to be like, look, this is what, if I'm going to do this, we're going to do it this way. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And that whole fight scene is totally Jackie Chan using like you know pull cues, uh, billiard balls, the lights above. Yeah, he's that. swinging on the lights. Yeah, and he's doing like flips and stuff like that off tables. That is is true Jackie Chan. So mm-hmm. you know, for me to see this and see that all, all that is has been fantastic. And it was even funnier because you know you know he was like Carter's like there's a scene where he takes Carter's gun or whatever. He's like, how'd you do that? And so that's how that friendship comes along of like, yeah, not they, only sh- let's, they show the thing. Yeah. yeah this twist in the gun. Not even just that, but just to like, yes, we're going to try and solve this case, but I'm going to show you this as well. Um, that's when war played, right? Yeah. Because then they start dancing the war. Yeah. They started dancing and singing the war and Jackie was showing him like moves, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think by that point in the movie, they're not, disliking each other anymore they're trusting each other yeah and they both really want to help this girl out yeah um and this is also where chris tucker has gone back to his unit and asked people for help even though they all hate him they all hate carter because he works with himself i think a couple other people were actually partners (laughs) oh he had uh was it this movie where he had patrick warburton as a partner or something didn't he Wait no, I'm thinking. I'm thinking some other movie. Yeah, yes, he had some. He had some partner with him, and um, they're like he like didn't work well with them, and he's like I'm out, and um, and then they're like this is why uh, he's like I don't work good with people or something. I know and, the, uh, the the one um, Johnson, she's doing yeah. her like bomb test right, mm-hmm. and he just barges in and she screws up and the little smoke thing goes, and. Uh, that was one of his partners, and yeah. it did not work well um, because yeah. he does like to be a loner. But and through the movie, he convinces her, like, look, if you're not going to do it for me, do it for the little girl because they mm-hmm. were running out of time. You know, yeah. Jun Tao, which is supposed to be the main bad guy, was really wanting money, and he was wanting a bunch of other things. And, like, if he didn't give them that, they were going to kill the daughter. But really, that was all yeah. a ploy – to steal these artifacts like mm-hmm. the money wasn't really anything at all um but i think by this point in the film carter's got people at the police force like we're gonna help you out okay yeah um not for you but for the girl yeah. um you know which all ends up at probably one of the craziest uh fight scene gun shootouts ever um in twists of a movie so uh I think that's the best part about these movies is it has a good plot as a good start, middle, and then ending, which mm-hmm. is rare. 
a lot of times you get to the middle of the film and you're like, okay, so now it's kind of like dying down, but this is like up and down the whole time, you know? Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, Cause honestly, wow, we, there's a lot in this movie, but at the same time, it's so straightforward <laughs> that like, we've almost pretty much gone through this film. Um, it's, it's pretty safe, but it's still really, really good. Whereas I feel like Rush Hour 2, we probably have a lot more to say. Um, but, because, um, yeah, like like you said, there's the big twist, as there seems to be in every Rush Hour. It's actually someone uh, from, like, the United States who's the bad guy, <clears throat> um, who's, like, controlling uh, the, the Juntao or the, the Mafia and all that. And you find out they are the Juntao instead. Um and so, like, you get that, you get um, them finally rescuing the girl, kind of, but she has a bomb strapped to her, so it's a callback to the beginning, where uh, Johnson uh, can't do the bomb, and uh, uh, Carter has to be like, you, you can do this. Yeah. Um, and they can't get it on <laughs> in time, so then they, they kind of catch them in the act, and um, they 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 grab her and they're talking and like trying to do some sort of negotiation and they're like just push the button, push the button. It's like push the goddamn button. And then she's like, and then the little girl's like, push the damn button. Oh yeah, because they brought her to them and they yeah. were all, because now they're in the presence of this bomb around her neck. Yeah, <clears throat> you know that was the best. And the look on you know Lee's face of like, this is a horrible idea. Like, don't put the kid in jeopardy. Right, <laughs> right. I think it's even crazier. So, like, Kanzler Han's good friend from the beginning that told him to move to the States is Juntao. Yeah. Uh, Griffin, which is played by Tom Wilkinson, mm-hmm. um, who I think is an awesome bad guy. He has played a bad guy in, like, tons of films. Um, and I just like him anyway. But, like, that's the twist, is you find out that this guy has been manipulating the whole time what was going on to steal these these artifacts from China that were in the United States to sell them for money? Um, yeah, you know, and you're right. Like we've blazed through this film pretty well, but in the same token, it is so straightforward. There's no, I mean, it's like it is what it is. It's from start to yeah. finish. This is what it is. And two is a little more complex. So yeah, there's we, so many different like locales and um plot points and um honestly because it's my favorite of the two i just remember more of it right um but uh but uh, i mean yeah i mean before we get off of that like i mean obviously they all they all save the day um they get everything um fine uh Young is reunited with han um and then it ends with uh carter getting on the plane uh, with Lee, and uh, they start uh, uh, singing uh, "War." <laughs> yes. And the, he uh, Carter's like, "I'm gonna go on a vacation." Um, so they go to uh, China, like near the end, or go to Hong Kong as a reward. I, I love um, it when like Jackie Chan's like, "I'm gonna show you my hood." Uh, although there is one thing that we have to bring up with the this film. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the rush hour, so I don't think people realize this, but um, if I'm remembering correctly, I'm looking at the list. 
um, to make sure I got everyone that's in here. But I, re if I remember correctly, where is the second one? Don Cheadle is in one of them. He's in the second one. Okay. Okay. Never mind. Yeah, he has a bigger role. Yes. Um, but uh, <clears throat> there's a lot of famous people in the second one, by the way. A lot. But I love. I think the best thing about this this film I really liked was not only did it have the buddy cop comedy, but it just was well done. The action was well done. And of course, at the very end of the film, they had the bloopers. They had the stunts that Jackie, you know, messed up on and got maybe hurt at. Uh, and, you know, the best part was, is people don't realize this. The stunt people that were on the film with for this film, they were mm -hmm. Jackie's stunt team. Yeah. And so Jackie Chan has his own stunt team in, in Hong Kong, and he uses them for, like, almost every movie. They are all fearless. Um they're all fearless and they are all willing to put their bodies in line for our entertainment. Yeah. And it, it and especially with some of the fight scenes at the end, you could totally tell that those were those guys trained martial artists, trained, you know, and everything. Uh, and I think that's what made this film really good. Like a lot of times, uh, when you have these, you know, the cop movies or whatever, when they're like, they, they're trying to do stunts, a, you can tell it's not them and B, you know, it just doesn't work out, especially with the martial arts. Um, yeah. But these films were good um, in that aspect, in the martial arts aspect, but they were just like, mm -hmm. it just was a funny film. I think Chris Tucker brought the comedy and Jackie Chan brought the action. Yeah. And um, that's why the second film just does a lot more because they both bring comedy and action. Like Chris Tucker does a lot more action in the second <clears throat> yeah. film. And I think that's what really helps out a lot. I'm looking at IMDb um, really quick, uh, just looking at some of the quotes, um, because I feel like we should talk about some of these quotes, because th I will reference them later, because they reference them in the second film, but a little different. Because um, Lee is like, you must take me to see Council Han right away. Carter, man, just sit there and shut up. This ain't no de democracy. Yes, it is. No one ain't. This is the United States of James Carter. I'm the president. I'm the emperor. I'm the king. I'm Michael Jackson. You're Tito. Your ass belongs in me. So just remember, I'm Michael Jackson, you're Tito. Um, because that's a, that's a thing that comes up later in Rush Hour 2. Um, but yeah, they really do bond. Um, I'm looking at the quotes again. They really do bond over as well after they do the whole gun thing um, that their both of their fathers were policemen who died um, during um, during action um, while, while fighting. Um, and so they kind of just like argue about their dads They're like oh yeah well my daddy did this oh yeah well, yes. my, my father did this my daddy caught a bullet <laughs> um like stuff like that so like there's uh yeah there, there's a lot of good quotes in here and stuff but um <laughs> and i'm just looking at more of these that guy it's like bobby um i didn't look the other way that one time you bought a bag of weed i was splitting with you well didn't i give you the bigger half yeah <laughs> but uh yeah um anyway yeah i just wanted to bring up the toto um thing or the, the tito thing excuse me now i messed it up but um yeah i think it's about time for uh rush hour two if you're ready yeah let's let's move <clears throat> to rush hour two so rush hour two was not too far after this film so rush hour two came out in 2001 mm -hmm. that is a fast production time but yeah 
Jackie uh, doing Asian um, cinema is used to the the fast turnarounds. Uh, they don't like to do a lot of retakes over in Hong Kong. Um, so this one literally takes place right after the first one. And yeah. so it's Carter being there and Jackie saying, I swear we're not working. I swear we're not working. We're on vacation. But but he is working. He's working yeah. on a very, very big case. Um, so it, I think, I think it, it starts off. This one's a little more deep. It does have the comedy. It has the action. But I feel like this one gets a lot more deep. Um, yeah. In tone. Um, but it starts off where Carter's pissed off because this is supposed to be vacation, but all Jackie's done is, is you know, Lee has, has worked. He's like, we're going to go, we're going to go to a fun place. We're going to go, we're going to take you. And it's heaven on earth, like massage parlor, bathhouse. So he's mm-hmm. like, oh, this is perfect, right? Uh, you know, but again, the best part is, as they're in this bathhouse, they're in there, and Lee is working, and he gets into a very bad situation, and a fight breaks out, but this shows Chris Tucker actually doing some of his own stunts and fight scenes. Yeah. Which didn't happen in the first one. Um, and seeing Jackie work in this one is even crazier. Yeah. Uh, there's a scene where he's on the ground, and a guy was kicking a stool, and he does a kip up over the stool. Yeah. Spins around the stool. That's the most ridiculous thing ever <laughs> uh, to be able to do that. Yeah. Um, but it, it's more of a buddy comedy. This is definitely along the lines of the first one. Yeah. Just more deep. Um, you know, I think it's really funny when they're driving down the road uh, at the very beginning before they go to this place and they're listening to the Beach Boys. Yeah. <laughs> Carter takes they're a tape out and throws it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, 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 Lee's like never touch an Asian man's radio, ever. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, I I think out of the series, this is probably my favorite out yeah. of all of them. I think it is again because like a lot of those callbacks to jokes, like because the first one was like don't touch a black man's uh, stereo. Yep, and like now Lee is saying those but reverse. Um, like when they are um, uh. Like when he's like, all right, you need to like be quiet and you need to be good over here. I am Michael Jackson and you are uh Toto. And then he's like, you mean Tito Toto's what we had last night for dinner. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now come on and let's go do this or something. Um, and I think what is really good about this one is the cast as well. So besides you have them, um, I'm going to totally butcher her name. Is it, She was in Crouch uh, and Tiger, Hidden Dragon. It's is this uh, Zhang Yi? Zhang Zhi, Zhi, probably. She was blowing up because she was in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and she had been in yeah. a bunch of other things. Um, Rosalind Sanchez. One that threw me completely off was Alan King, out of nowhere, was yeah. in this film. Um, yeah, near the end. And we won't talk about all of them, but we can talk about Jeremy Pivens later, uh, <laughs> who made a cameo. Yeah. Um, a very good cameo. Oh, my gosh. The I love the outtakes. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Jeremy Pivens is hilarious anyway, and the outtakes were even funnier because no one could keep – let me rephrase that. Chris Tucker couldn't keep a straight face. Mm-hmm. Jackie Chan was like, 
this is the way we do movies here, okay? We just don't yeah. do that. Um, yeah. But uh, I will tell you, this is like twice the action than the first one. Mm-hmm. More fight scenes, more action, more of more comedy as well. Yeah, and the more scenes of like Jackie being like, "This is probably not a good idea without a wire, but I'm gonna do it anyway." Yeah, because one of the first things I remember, which is one of my favorite scenes in this film, honestly, a, a lot of this film is my favorite. Like, it's one of those movies that I could just turn on and just have it on. Um, I love the part where they go to the bar, and because he needs to uh, go, and I think it's it's pretty near in the beginning. Um, because Jackie's investigating about Ricky Tan and all this. Oh yes. Um, and they're looking for Ricky Tan, and um, it's a it's a bar, uh, it's a Chinese bar, and he's like, "All right, don't don't do anything. Just stay here, be quiet." And he's like, "All right, I'll be quiet." And um, while uh, Jackie Lee is doing stuff in the back, uh, Carter sees this guy uh, seeing uh, Michael Jackson. Um, and he's just doing an awful time and he's like, boo, you're butchering a classic. And then while Lee comes back and then you just all seeing Carter just going like, get closer. Oh, get closer. And he's just like singing. He's like, Jamon, Jamon Lee. What was crazy about that was like, he's like, Carter, these are all gangsters. Like, yeah. like almost like Yakuza, but not Yakuza. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's funny because. As they get in trouble there, <clears throat> they were stripped of their clothes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was on IMDb. That scene there when they were running naked mm-hmm. um, was an actual take in production because they couldn't block off the street for the shot. <laughs> so they just, just ran during in actual traffic. Yeah. Yeah. All um, right. You know, at this point in the movie, it's, it's, it's hard because Carter and Lee's relationship is rocky. Like they're very yeah. good friends, but you know, Lee lied to him. Yeah, you know, and so they go back to the precinct, and uh, there's a bomb dropped off. And the bomb goes off. Yeah, but Carter had left, and no one saw him. So they all thought Carter had died in the bomb. Yeah, and it's sad because it literally is like, you know, you see Jackie being like, "This is my fault." Like in his mind, yeah. of like this is my fault, uh, and it definitely hits a different tone of the movie. Completely different tone. Yeah, you see Jackie get really sad. You see him driving and him doing the head bop to the song, and he eventually gets really happy because he's remembering Carter and like doing the the head bop and stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I like that scene too, where they come in and they're like um, the the Chinese uh, person there. Um, <laughs> talking to the US uh, FBI agent or whoever um, because this the bomb happened in uh, a US embassy so that's why yeah. the United States are here and um, it's like oh I'll bring my top person chief inspector Lee and then you see those two come in like all like with newspaper around them all naked and it's like who in the hell was that that was chief <laughs> inspector Lee <laughs> uh, you know and then like Carter's just like walking around because he got into a fight with his cab driver yeah. And he's dropped in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And then a lady tries to I think he bought a chicken because the lady was gonna kill it. Yeah, <laughs> he's he, like, Don't kill the chicken. Yeah. Or he's like, Oh, I like uh I like when fried. You ever heard of Popeyes? And she's like, Oh yeah, and she starts to kill it. He's like, Don't kill the chicken right now. And he has like a badge and stuff that he holds up. Yeah. Um and, and he this, just has a chicken. 
and he doesn't speak he doesn't speak Chinese at all. So this is a great uh, scene. <clears throat> Jackie is forced to go and continue the investigation uh, yeah. of everything that's going on, which leads them to uh, the boat, right? The, yep. the Red Dragon. Yeah. Yep, which is even crazier because uh, Carter is already on the boat. I don't remember how he got there, but uh, for some reason he's there, and he's like literally just shooting the shit with everybody, like, oh, this is a nice party. And then he happens to be at the right place at the right time. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, that's... <laughs> yeah, because he's trying to flirt with the, the agent lady, and it's like, this is my boat, or this is my yacht. This is your yacht? Yes, the SS Minnow Johnson. <laughs> oh, really? Well, it says... It says the Red Dragon. Oh, I must have got on the wrong yacht. All these layouts look alike. Uh, yeah, which is hilarious because he's talking to Rosalind Sanchez, who yeah. um, her character is an agent. Mm-hmm. So, which, by the way, she has a badge. Literally, it's funny. He goes, show me your badge when they're talking about this. And Later, yeah. Yeah, it's literally like on a bra strap, like right there. And you see a huge cleavage scene. He goes, show me that Show again. me again. Yeah, I didn't get I didn't get a good look, <laughs> but like this is where he meets uh, Stephen Rain, who is another character that it turns out to be a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know it's great because you know he's in the right place. He gets back with Jackie, and Jackie's like, "You're not dead," you know. Um, yeah. But they are on the right track of getting uh, you know Ricky Tan busted. Who? I think, if I remember correctly, the main bad guy, Ricky Tan, used to be Lee's partner, right? Um, or Ricky they worked Tan together. was his father's partner. That's what it was. But yeah. he's no longer a police officer now. Now he does like... Yeah, now he works for the Chinese mafia. And all yeah. That. The triad, the triad. That's what it is, triad. So yeah. it, it's a it's a crazy, crazy thing there. And so, um, you know... They they get back together, but then they get kicked off the boat. I love uh, the scene when they first see each other, and it's like, um, it's like Carter, uh, Lee. I thought you died. Um, who you, Detective? You no you. <laughs> and they try to do this in Rush Hour Three because they always try to call back jokes for the next movie. Rush Hour Three didn't do it well. No, no. But um, uh, yeah, I, I just love how yeah they do get together. They find out the stuff, and they they try to get back to America as soon as they can. Yeah, which I think you know it, it, this is another example of how good the movie is because there's not a slow enough part where you're like, okay, I'm starting to get a little bored. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's like a, a continuation. Like I felt like going back to another buddy. Bad Boys had a whole part where it was like, this is just really slow. Mm-hmm. What I want to see is them shooting and blowing stuff up, right? That's what I. That's the whole point of the movie. Um, but this movie didn't have that. I mean, it legitimately was like going and going and going. And even when they get caught, right? Yeah. It's still action-packed, uh, which I was so stoked because when they got caught, when they were chasing the one guy – and then they run into mm-hmm. the whole group of gangsters. Um, I that's Ernie Ray's Jr. Yeah, and I was so hoping he would have some sort of fight scene. Nothing. No. I mean, it was yeah. cool that he was in the film, but it wasn't. You know. Yeah. Um, I guess the most important thing that happens is um, after the yacht and everything, 
um, when they're being caught and stuff, uh, it looks like Ricky Tan has died. And so Lee is blamed for it and is taken off the case. Um, yep. And then Carter has to go back to L.A. And that's how they get back to um, America. But uh, Lee um, basically convinces uh, Carter to come uh, for him to come back to. Um, so that's why um, now they're starting to investigate stuff over there. And um, that's when they uh, stake out. Um, that's when they stake out uh, the woman who eventually is a uh, when you find out she is like a government agent. Um because they're they're inspecting her um, across the way at the with the hotel at the hotel, and uh, you hear this uh, Jackie Chan just being a pervert, honestly. <laughs> and he's like, "Slow down, baby." <laughs> it's like, "What are you watching?" And it's like, "Oh, she's taking her clothes off. Let me see that." No, it's not right. <laughs> I remember that. <clears throat> I mean, like, oh, she she got a tattoo. It's Snoopy. I love Snoopy. Hold up, I love Snoopy too. <laughs> I, I love I love this because uh, you know it goes back to um you know the the two of them being friends again, especially now yeah. that that Carter's not dead. Exactly. I think that really helps speed up the friend process there because they both thought each other died essentially. Right. And I think that was important for the film because, you know, when he thought Carter was dead, you know, I felt like he was being more of a loose cannon because mm-hmm. it wasn't like his normal thing. Um, although they still have arguments when they do get caught and they get put on the truck to be killed at some point, yeah. uh, and they're tied to the statues, they have the kick fight. That's yep. hilarious. I die laughing every single time. They're yeah. trying to, they're tied up with their hands tied up over these statues like this, mm-hmm. but their feet are free, right? And they start kicking each other because they're pissed at each other because it's yeah someone else's fault, yeah. Uh, you know, and I think that that scene in general definitely is it's like super important um, because even though he thought Carter died, they're still pissed at each other because Carter is still unprofessional, um, and you know, but they end up still kind of working it out. Yeah, because um, when they're kicking each other and stuff, I believe they accidentally kick open one of the statues in there, and they find all the the money, the fake yes. money. Um, so that's how they they find out about all of that, and um, that's when you find out um, as well. I man, I'm moving all these plot points everywhere, but I want to get back to um, uh, when they are in. Uh, LA, I think it's before they get captured and all this. It's after they get recruit, recruited, quote unquote, by Secret Service. Um, and uh, they go visit Kenny, um, who <laughs> I is. Kenny. Yeah. So Kenny uh, is Don Cheadle. Um, and he uh, fights a little bit with Lee, and they find out that they had the. They had that they had. They had uh, almost the same master. But it was like his cousin or something. They were brothers. They were brothers, yeah. Uh, um, which so they they become friends pretty quick. <laughs> uh, which I had to say, like Don Cheadle and him, the the hand exchange between them, which was mm-hmm. small, was still pretty impressive. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, but it was funny because once they figured that out, they started talking to each other, 
and Carter, yeah. I love it. And they go, we uh, we call him Seven Eleven. Yeah. Goes, Why? He goes because he never shuts up. He goes, yeah, oh, his I mouth never closes. Yeah, and then like he's like, well, you guys, Carter's getting pissed because he knows they're talking about him. Mm-hmm. Um, that scene in the movie was like it was so small, but yet so big to kind of show where these movies have gone. That Don Cheadle has ten minutes tops. Yeah. Uh, and, and when we talk about Jerry Piven, Jerry Piven's scene was not very big, but mm-hmm. the fact that he was in the film at all says a lot. Uh, that they that you know people were like doing cameos and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, um, but yeah, after um, that, that's when they get kidnapped and stuff, and they're taken to. Uh, um, it's Vegas, isn't it? They're taken to Vegas. Yeah, the the Red Dragon. Um, and that's where Stephen Rain is there, like uh, basically introducing and um, opening up this casino, the Red Dragon, for the first time. And they he tells like a fake idiom, like a story about like, oh, there was a there's a dragon long ago who uh, had a big treasure, and uh, today we have found that treasure, and it's here. Um, and have fun, and yeah. so it's like it's just a big uh, gambling casino. That's run by fake money. Their plan is to get people to pay real money and they're going to give them the fake money when they win. Therefore, it's yeah. total profit and it gets that fake money out there. Yeah, because so. they found out about the super dollars um, is what they call them. And, um, and uh, that's when, uh, when they go see Kenny for the first time. Uh, it's like, oh, did you get any money from the triad or something? It's like, yeah, I got some for a while back. And then he opens the, the safe and uh, Carter takes one of them and like gets a lighter and it burns red, um, which means that it's fake. Um, so that's how he finds out. It's like, oh, you got played. Who'd you get this from? And uh, that's when they get kidnapped and all that kind of stuff. And now they're at the Red Dragon, um, which then uh, Carter has to create a distraction and so he just gambles and just really loud and obnoxious while Lee uh, has to go and uh, fight security and uh, try to go in there and um, eventually finds uh, Ricky Tan again. So. I think the best part is is when they find out they're in Vegas, they go, we got to get new clothes. We can't go in yeah. there. And they walk in to this very expensive place. And Jeremy Pivens is there. And Jeremy Pivens is just on par. Uh, you know, um, making some jokes, seeming very flamboyant, um, which it like overkill of what he does, and it's hilarious. And he kept counting, yeah, he, you know, he makes a comment about, um, Chris Tucker being his like mocha or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that scene was hilarious, and if you watched it in the film, the outtakes of that is even funnier. Yeah, uh, because like, the, the guy, like, just, uh, Jeremy just kind of, like, misunderstands the situation. It's like, oh, he's my partner, but he doesn't want to dress up and look good. He's like, oh, well, he should look good. He's your partner. So he's kind of, like, uh, playing around, not understanding everything, and um, talking about how, like, partners fight, but they shouldn't be fighting, and um, gets some um, stuff. He's like, why don't I just put a dead animal on you? I'll come back or something. And then that's when they get all like the nicer clothes to go to, go back to the actual casino and uh, 
uh, go I, uh, do all the fun every stuff. Every time I see the scene where he goes, he goes, what's the end scene? Let's go in and check. And Carter's yeah. like backs up. He goes, whoa. He goes, slow down. He goes, uh, you know, he backs up, you know, and he's just doing the thing there. Uh, I don't even think that was scripted. Yeah, I, I don't think so either. He's like, he's got some fire in him. I like that. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah. Um, but as they are in the casino and Carter is like trying to, you know, make a scene so Lee can get in there. He keeps uh, winning. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's even crazier is like the amount of like stunt stuff that Jackie does between there. Like when he goes under the gate. Um, mm-hmm. And he gets kind of stuck when he gets under it. That's ridiculous. Um, I, I, yeah, no. Yeah. Um, you know, finally, when they do meet up on the floor, that's when the big showdown happens. And, um, you know, I feel like it's like all big build up until this mm-hmm. scene there. So Chris Tucker has a crush on Zhang and, uh, so the whole time she can't, she speaks no English. I think for yeah. barely, barely any. And like, he's going to fight her because she's going to kill him. And he's totally hitting on her. Yep. The whole time, the whole time, <laughs> you know, um, which I got to hand it to her because the fight scenes for her were ridiculous. And it's a funny story about her. She originally was a dancer, mm-hmm. like professional dancer. Not like, not like, a stripper, but like, you know, and so now she does all this martial arts and stuff, but the fact that she's kicking the crap out of Carter is the mm-hmm. funniest thing ever, you know, um, you know, more so than Jackie's fight, of course, but, uh, but th- that whole scene of fight scene with her, her, I can't tell if like, like, you know, he, he's like hitting on her or it's a fight. And that's what makes that scene so funny. Because she literally is kicking the living shit out of him. You know? Yeah. There's there's a part that I really like um, that I always quote. I forget who exactly he shoots, but um, Jackie or uh, Carter is fighting and he shoots a guy. And of course, he has to like say some like funny line or something. He like throws him like a handkerchief. He's like, wipe yourself off, man, because you did. <laughs> oh, that was that was in rush hour. That was, oh, was that the, in rush hour? Yeah. Okay, that, well, that was now a, I'm confusing movies. Yeah. Although... Well, because both movies take place in a higher location at the end. Well, when Ricky Tan makes his abrupt exit, um, there, there, you know, um, in, in the in the bloopers, there, <laughs> I know Jackie was even laughing at this one. When he falls, he obviously gets knocked out of a window. Yeah. And he goes down, he goes... Chris Tucker's like, damn. He goes, he ain't gonna be in Rush Hour three. <laughs> like, <laughs> totally ad libbed. Yeah. Not even like that's the, like the most famous line from Rush Hour two. Yeah, feel. yeah. <laughs> uh, and I think you know the, the, this movie is so good. Like, I could watch it over and over again because of the jokes, because of the action, yeah, and stuff like that. Um, you know, we're, I don't want to talk about Rush Hour three. But everything these first two movies had, Rush Hour 3 had none of it. Uh, I thought yeah. the action was weak. The, very the, dry. The oh. comedy was the same comedy that they've already done before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, not to knock Chris Tucker, but he had not been in anything for a while. But when he had come back, he was 
you know, he had just got himself clean, I think. Yeah, exactly. And so I don't think it was the right time for him, but he didn't know he needed the money. So mm-hmm. I think that didn't help either. He wasn't like 100%. Yeah. You know, not that we're going to talk about three, but I still think, you know, but do you think if he would have stayed clean before this and they would have done this one, you know, two years later, how good would yeah. Rush Hour 3 would have been? How much better would it have been? It would have been so much better. It might have been a different movie too, honestly. But, um, yeah, it, w- it would have been really, really good. Um, but, yeah, this movie um, – one one of my favorite scenes in this movie near the end, like after uh, that one lady uh, shows up, and af- after uh, Ricky Tan falls down, um, she shows up with a bomb, and then Lee and Carter just have to like zip line uh, down like these uh, down these lights. Yeah. Um, so similar to um, which movie is it? Is it Police Story? Yeah. Is that when he does that, but. Um, but yeah, they have they like grab like um, some fabric or something from like a jacket or something, and they're both like hanging on to each other, and they just go down the lights um, to jump out of the building as it's exploding. And um, but uh, yeah, the inspector uh, lady, um, she kind of like has a thing for Lee during the film, um, and so. Near the end, she thanks them both and uh, kisses Lee and heads off. And uh, then uh, Carter's just like, oh, we're, we can go on vacation or something. Look. And then he just, like, has all the fake money with him. <laughs> he just, like, kept the fake money. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, I, I, and that's... <laughs> I love that movie. She comes upstairs after they kill Ricky Tan. And she's got that bob and she's speaking Chinese. He's like, you one crazy ass bitch. And that's when they do yeah. it. Um, yeah, that's when they yeah. It, it's crazy because, you know, these movies so Jackie Chan did these police story movies. Mm-hmm. Um they're somewhat iconic. Police story one was his um directing and producing debut. Uh and the stunt they're talking about is where Jackie's at the top of this thing and has to slide down this pole with lights. Well the lights are all supposed to be low wattage and they weren't. So he mm-hmm. burned the first layer of skin off his hands, um, along with many other stunts that went horribly wrong in that movie. Yeah. Um, but, like, it, it, it's funny because, you know, with with them doing that stunt and doing all that, it, it's just like a tribute of what Jackie Chan does. Now, I don't think it was Chris Tucker doing the stunt, mm-hmm. um, but it was probably Jackie Chan. Back then, he was still doing his own stunts. Yeah. You know, it wasn't until a couple, what, about like five, six years ago where he said he wasn't going to do his own stunts anymore. Yeah. So, um, and these movies are great. Like, you could watch them back to back, you know. Yeah, um, they are one continuous story. Technically, um, because Rush Hour 3 takes place a few years later, um, at least it should, because uh, other characters pop up from Rush Hour 1. It's like, this doesn't make sense if there wasn't right. a time gap. Um, but, uh, yeah, I love, because, like, the ending, um, ends up just, uh, them getting on a plane and, or at the airport or whatever, saying goodbye to people, and, uh, um, Lee is like, I've always wanted to go to Madison Square Garden, and, uh, so then they head up on a plane and go to New York, 
And uh, that is uh, pretty much the end, besides the bloopers, where uh, Jackie can't say Madison Square Garden. Um, <laughs> what's his name? Uh, uh, is that the one where Chris, Chris, Chris Tucker can't say Gefilka Fish or something? Um, now, is this is this the one where no that was the other film um, this is the one where someone calls yes yes Jackie was pissed too because yeah um, he goes the guy's like no I can't he goes Jackie he just wants to talk to you real quick <laughs> Jackie's like hello we are really shooting a movie yes we are doing it right now you are ruining we are this. filming <laughs> yes uh, Hong yeah. Kong cinema that would never fly because yeah. they want to do it in less takes and get everything done. That's the mm-hmm. goal. As quickly as possible to get it out and get it good, you know. Um, it's so funny. I clicked on – I'm on IMDb and I clicked on Chris Tucker. And I'm like, what does Chris Tucker have he's working on right now, right? And if you go yeah. to his uh, his film stuff, right, um, rumored, it says announced, Rush Hour 4, announced um, – but that's all it says. Yeah, there was a rough shower for supposedly they found a script and they all liked it. Um, but I think because of the whole Brett Ratner thing, I don't know who's going to direct it because like that was a Brett Ratner baby. Um, so I mean, they get someone new like they could get um, James Gunn. I feel like it would be oh really good. Taco, or, uh, I think Taco would be good. Yeah. Uh, oh, my gosh. Like, uh I think he could do it. I think he could do like action and, and comedy together. Uh, the other thing is they're both a lot older. Um, so, you know, I wonder how it would work out. It's so funny when you click on it, right? Uh, it has um, Chris Tucker is on there, but that's the only person. But yeah. there, there has been a writer. So uh, and when you go to Jackie's, there's no mention of – this at all well because for the longest time like chris tucker wanted to do it but jackie was just like give me a good script and i'll do it uh similar to like the whole ghostbusters thing yep well like uh bill murray was just like give me a good script first and maybe i'll consider it yeah and i think i think they need to let the series go um as much as i'd love to see another rush hour they're both a lot older um, I just yeah. I just don't see four happening, and if it is, I don't think it's going to be very good. Now I could be wrong. The big yeah. thing they have to they would have to get a really good director. That's my biggest yeah. thing. And that's why I think they tried that show in like 2016 um, when they did uh, the Rush Hour show on NBC or whatever, and um, because it was younger people who were trying to play those characters. And honestly, again, like I thought it was fine. It got panned really hard because they're like, this isn't Chris Tucker and this isn't Jackie Chan. I don't think they were trying to be that. I think they were just given a buddy cop type show that was called Rush Hour. And they were kind of doing their own thing for the most part. They weren't trying to act those two yeah. roles. Well, and I, just, I enjoyed it. For I what totally it was. forgot. It just never ended. I totally forgot that show happened. Yeah, uh, it got canceled. So. And so I looked it up. And there's at least how many episodes were there? Like eight? Ten. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Thirteen. Okay. Um you know, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean they did they redid Kung Fu. Yeah. Um 
which I heard is much better. I have never been a David Carradine fan. I've never thought he was that good of a martial artist. But, um, you know, I think they, they were trying to base their own characters as detectively Detective Carter. They were mm-hmm. not there. I don't remember it well enough to talk about it. I remember when it came out and me being such a diehard Jackie Chan fan, I'm like, I'm not even going to watch it. You yeah. know? And I probably should go back and watch it. I'm sure they're streaming somewhere. Or they're free somewhere. Probably somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it wasn't bad. Um, it's definitely not these films. It was trying to be more serious. It's trying to be more like Rush Hour 1. Um, but uh, yeah, Rush Hour 1 and 2. Uh, these are excellent movies. Um, there's excellent scenes. Again, uh, you cannot watch these anywhere for free um, anymore. So you'll have to rent it on like iTunes or Amazon Prime or something like that. Um, there are also, I don't know if this still exists um, that I have in my hands right now. But uh, let me check actually really quick before I, before I tell you guys to go buy something that doesn't exist. Um, Rush Hour Trilogy. Okay. Yeah, it still exists. Mine might be a little bit different. It's only 11 bucks, 12 bucks. Go buy it. Um, I have this, uh, audio listeners, I'm holding up Rush Hour uh, Trilogy, um, the movie, uh, or the, the collection, I guess. So it has one, two, and three. It's very stylized. I like it a lot. And this is the first time, uh, like, even the discs look different like it shows yeah like, i remember the car and stuff and uh rush hour two like shows like china and stuff like that and rush hour three shows the eiffel tower um but um yeah this uh is the first time rush hour two was ever released on blu-ray it's never been released on blu-ray on its own and as like um i guess like a high schooler or younger like, um, I was always looking at, like, Blu-ray.com or, like, places and kept looking it up. Like, where is the Blu-ray for Rush Hour 2? Yeah. And 1 in 3 had Blu-rays. 2 never had a Blu-ray at all. It only had two DVDs. And there was, like, the the weird, like, uh, special features DVD thing. And then uh, there was the regular, like, original release DVD. And... Um, so, yeah, when this came out and I found out it came with Rush Hour 2 and it was Blu-ray, I pre-ordered this thing. I bought it instantly. <laughs> I remember when that version came out. And, uh, yeah. you know, it, to be honest, that price to get all three of them isn't bad. Yeah. Um, you'll at least watch one and two over and over again. Um, yeah. You know, I remember going to that website, Alex, because mm-hmm. at that point I was like, I'm going to convert all my DVDs to Blu-ray, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, which is hilarious because I don't have as many Blu-rays as I used to. At one point, DVD-wise, I probably had 200 DVDs. I mean, just random yeah. stuff. Uh, now I probably got like 20 Blu-rays, 4K Blu-rays. Yeah, uh, everything's streaming now. So I mean, if you look behind me, I mean this this is fake, but it's also my stuff for real. Like, I have a bunch of DVDs and Blu-rays and stuff. Like, I still collect um, a bunch. So I will never hear this stuff. If I like a movie a lot, I'm going to buy it physically. And uh, that's what I did for Rush Hour because I love Rush Hour 2 so much. And I like Rush Hour a lot. Um, and then Rush Hour 3 can just sit there, I guess. Um, the, the last, it has two discs. The last movie I bought for myself 
physically, right, mm-hmm. was the Transformers, like, anniversary edition. Yeah, I remember. And it had the 4K version of the animated Transformers movie. There's, like, eight or nine different documentaries on there and stuff. And um, to date, that is the best-looking version of that film, and it's in a steelbook. Yeah. Um, that thing is amazing. That's the last mm-hmm. one I think I bought um, there. But speaking of these movies here, they're definitely an easy buy. Um, yeah. You know, uh, and yes, we didn't talk about three very much. Three was just a big mess. But um, it really is. I, I don't like it. I feel like most people don't like it. Um, I mean, if you like it, let us know. Let us know why we're wrong and why you like it. Right in the comments, right on Twitter, Facebook, whatever. Um and we'll do some polls and stuff and try to figure out. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it, you know what? If, if four happens, I'll probably still go see it. You know? Uh, uh, if four happens, I'm definitely seeing that film. I don't know, man, because Jackie's getting up there at age, and, and, and so is Chris Tucker. Uh, Chris Tucker yeah. is like, yeah, I can't be doing this shit anymore. Um, yeah. You know? But, well, yeah. I mean, that was great. We... Uh, you know, definitely talked about um, both these movies are ones that we both really liked a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was definitely spoilers, but hopefully from us talking about it, you enjoyed our conversations during the holidays. Uh, you know, we have episodes that launch every single Wednesday in the audio version and then Friday for the video version. If you want to see yep. us there, um, you know, we are still going to be pretty active on Facebook and Twitter, you know, so if you, if you like us here, definitely check out those there. Always hit subscribe and download, and it's much appreciated on both of our ends here. Um, I don't think there's anything else to say. Is there, do you have anything else, Alex? Nothing really, but uh, get at it. Get at it.